Hey everyone, welcome to Never Too Old, hosted by Justin, Michelle, Chloe, Anisha, and Yo. This podcast's purpose is to bring attention to the deterioration of the quality of life among older adults. Quality of life is defined as the standard of health, comfort, and happiness experienced by an individual or group. Several factors play a part in decreasing the quality of life, like cognitive decline, mental health disorders, financial burden, and others. There's a wide range of research that supports this decrease in quality of life. One example of this is from 2013, where it was found that from the age of 30 to the age of 80, one's muscle mass and strength decreases by 30 to 50%. This physical decline means older individuals will not be able to perform daily activities like lifting heavy objects and standing up. These are just a few examples, but we invite you to listen to a first-hand account of what these people are facing. I just don't, you know, I can't remember. Uh, I can't walk like I used to. Both legs have given out on me, you know. I have to depend on the wheelchair. I have a trouble getting around and remembering things. Senior citizens are more likely to experience a form of physical and mental deterioration in their lives. We had the opportunity to interview Dr. Saint, who is a lifespan developmental psychologist and a professor at the Institute of Gerontology at the University of Georgia. What are some important factors to a good quality of life? Um, I think the ability to have agency over your life is really key here. Um, Financial agency, you know, have you been able to take care of your finances throughout your life um, to make sure that you have enough enough money to be able to make your own decisions about where you're going to live and how you're going to be cared for and things like that. Um, bodily uh, autonomy, you know, have you, have you taken care of your body to the extent that you can throughout your life to make sure that um, you're able to do the things that you want to do throughout the rest of your life? Um, and, you know, I think this is a, a key piece that really speaks to the fact that aging is an experience that isn't determined only later in life. Um, you know, it's, it's something that our aging experience is built across our lifespan um, with the decisions that we make, the experiences we have, and, and so on. Those all impact the way that we age and our, our aging experience. And so um, this is not to say that somebody who has a disability um, or a disease, a chronic disease or something like that, um, or who hasn't been able to save for retirement, you know, that they can't possibly have a good quality of life. But um, it, it's just that there's a lot more obstacles to overcome. So I would say that all, it all kind of boils down to um, the ability to have agency over, over your life and, and the de- decision making in your life. What are some of the most prominent physical and mental conditions seniors face? Let's see. Um, there are way too many to cover. <laughs> um, you know, any kind of chronic disease um, that you can think of likely um, increases in prevalence with age, um, just as a fact of you know living in a body for longer. Um, and, and experiencing more uh, more insult <laughs> to your body, um, but I would say that um, big ones are uh, sensory loss. Um, so cataracts are, are a big one. Um, 
if you live long enough, you're basically going to get cataracts. That's kind of inevitable. Um, the risk of many types of cancers increase as we age um, and, and as we increase our exposures to carcinogens across our lifetimes, right? Um, cardiovascular disease, arthritis, you know, those kind of chronic conditions definitely um, increase as we age. Um, in terms of mental health and, and cognitive conditions, um, dementia is a big one that older adults are afraid of the age is actually the number one illness that, that older folks are, are afraid of getting. Um, and it's a really tough issue that we're actually trying to tackle here at the Institute of Gerontology, which could be its own entire other podcast episode. Um, <laughs> but um, there's there's a real lack of infrastructure surrounding diagnosis and, and support systems once a person is diagnosed with dementia. So um, this, that's a real area that needs, needs a lot of attention, um, in terms of aging. Is there anything else you would like to add? Um, yeah, I think that often when people hear about gerontology or think about aging, they think it's depressing or that it's, you know, that it wouldn't be a rewarding or interesting career path. Um, and that's, that's just not true. Um, you know, we are all humans who are aging. The Athens Community Council on Aging has a, a awesome um, slogan, aging, everybody's doing it, because <laughs> um, we all are. Um, and so I would say that given that we're all humans who are aging, I would encourage everyone to, you know, all undergraduates to take at least one gerontology class um, while you're in college, because I can pretty much guarantee that it won't be what you're expecting um, and that you'll learn a lot that will be applicable to your to your own life um, as as you as a developing human who is aging <laughs> um, and as somebody who, you know, has older adults in their life that they, you know, love and care about. Um, you'll, you'll learn a lot and I, I hope be, um, become interested in the, in the topic. So. Physical decline, as we know, is a loss of basic motor skills that are necessary for everyday life. Everyone here has experienced pain as they got older. So is there even a way to prevent or treat this? Physical decline does occur frequently in older adults. There are not many ways to prevent this other than exercise and rehabilitation. To watch for physical decline in seniors, some early signs are a loss of appetite, different sleeping patterns, pain in the joints, and changes in blood pressure. People with physical decline usually are unable to do basic activities by themselves. If one's physical condition worsens, maybe visit an occupational therapist. They will help you regain your motor skills again. Mental decline is the loss of cognitive ability that can also occur as you age. And honestly, it's not a topic a lot of people talk about when it comes to the issues older individuals are facing. Yeah, you're right. The issue of mental decline is rising and not many people know about it. Chronic conditions like dementia and Alzheimer's tend to appear in the later stages of life. They can vary in degree or not be seen at all. Those who do face these conditions can experience memory loss, forgetfulness, and impaired thinking skills that interfere with daily activities. Being alone and having no social life can cause depression amongst our seniors. Things such as being away from their kids, grandkids, spouse, and friends take a toll on their social life. Along with depression, the loss of independence can lead seniors to rely on caregivers to help take care of them, making them feel more lonely and inconvenient. Another key aspect is financial insecurity. With the rising cost of health care, how are older individuals able to navigate through this? 
So the government already provides some ways to navigate through financial insecurity, such as Medicare. However, Medicare isn't really enough to help old people, since financial insecurity stems from not having sufficient money, financial freedom, as well as financial independence. And so, because of the factors that we talked about before, many older individuals struggle because of their inability to work. Therefore, they don't have any money coming in, and this decreases their financial freedom as well as autonomy. Additionally, the increasing cost of healthcare, such as healthgivers, nursing homes, and medicine, really affects how they navigate through financial insecurity. This, coupled with their inability to work, causes a lot of problems and heavily threatens their financial autonomy. Now that we went through all these issues, what are some more ways we can improve it? One way to improve the situation is through education. It's important to educate families of these older adults on the issues they face. The families will then figure out how to handle declines in the lives of their loved ones. Also, it's important to educate seniors on the importance of keeping their bodies healthy because it will help them in the long run. This will help to curb the physical decline and lead them to be more physically healthy for a longer period of time. Great point, Anisha. But another way we can improve these issues is increasing financial help. We should call for more financial relief from the government to make caregivers, medication, and general health care more accessible to individuals 65 and older. Sometimes the elderly have to choose between basic needs such as food or health care, and we want to prevent this by calling for more financial relief. Additionally, we want to expand Medicare. Medicare already has an aspect to it called Part D that covers the cost of medication and make it more accessible to the elderly. However, it's only offered through private plans, so it's very different for each plan and it has its drawbacks and disadvantages. Resources are a great way to bring awareness to the general effects of decline. Some examples would be PSAs or flyers putting up around hospitals, clinics, nursing homes, and retirement living homes about the burdens of health. Another example would be to create more programs that are inclusive to older people so that they can have a network of people that they can relate to and share their problems with. In addition, having specialists in the field of gerontology to publicly talk about the warning signs of these types of decline and what to do when you suspect your loved one may be experiencing decline is also a great way to bring awareness. Let's address COVID-19 and how it has changed seniors mentally and physically. Senior citizens had a harder time seeing their families and leaving their homes, causing negative effects on their mental and physical health. Additionally, it has caused fear amongst the elderly as they are the most vulnerable to the virus. I worked in an assisted living home and saw firsthand how COVID-19 impacted the quality of life for almost all seniors. Specifically looking at the relationships, wearing a mask every day has put up a barrier between the elderly along with the actual virus itself. Our facility was lucky enough to have no fatalities due to the contracting the virus, but we did have a few deaths from the situations COVID-19 brought on. Getting the virus is not the only way our seniors are dying. The fear and loneliness can make this age group feel like giving up. According to Renee Beasley-Jones in 2020, the impact of loneliness and social isolation indicates significant and long-term negative outcomes for older adults, identified as lonely and or socially isolated. With seniors being more socially isolated and deteriorating quicker than ever, we need to come together and find ways to improve their quality of life. To conclude, it's important to get the public to be aware of the ways they can help their loved ones. 
Get the families of the elderly to be more involved in their lives. Check in on your loved ones to ensure they're okay and let them know you're here for them. Providing activities for seniors can prevent further decline, such as exercising, keeping a healthy relationship with food, and continuing mental stimulations. It's our goal to promote this issue in retirement homes, doctor offices, and anywhere else where the elderly may be. Our seniors have taught us everything we know today. It is now our turn to take care of them. Hey everyone, we want to thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to our podcast, and we really want to thank Dr. Ingles for giving us this opportunity to talk about this important topic. Catch us next week as we talk about the crimes older individuals have faced. Bye everyone!